E, Kaiser Kite, ripping the mic, hardcore, keeping it tight. Show enough, roll thick, cause my swamp is up. And I take no shit, cause I had enough. Who makes the dough? Don't act like y'all know. Got things y'all cast never seen before. Ask your hoe that he got cast to blow. Get it, spin it, spin it, fast and slow. Where my dogs at? Yes, people. Ah, we are back. Another episode of Chin Check, people. So, um, <laughs> Combat Jiu Jitsu Worlds, the featherweights. Yo, it happened at the beginning of March. Yes, I realized that. But due to just a whole heap of things, I wasn't able to watch it at the time. But I checked it out this week and. What a great event. So, hey, gave a perfect opportunity for another new episode of Chin Check to uh, talk about what went down. So, um, sit back and enjoy, people. Okay, so, this week I finally, jeez, I finally got round to uh, catching up with... Um, Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds, the featherweights, and oh man, this was so much fun, god damn it, so it was from the Orpheum Theatre in Los Angeles, Um, yeah, and if you don't know, Combat Jiu-Jitsu from uh, Eddie Bravo and Master Vic, and um, so it's like EBI, but throwing palm strikes, <laughs> yes, right, so, you know what I mean, it, it, it's that perfect kind of in-between jiu-jitsu and MMA, so, you know, because we often see jiu-jitsu um, practitioners go over to MMA, but struggle at the start because you know they're going for a certain position and they're not used to getting hit right so you'd think if you were thinking of you know transitioning to MMA right this would be the perfect thing to do to start you getting into the swing of things feeling it out all of that jazz and uh yeah, the, the the Eddie Bravo shit is always a lot of fun, and this was definitely exactly the same. And we started off in the, uh, I guess it would be the quarterfinals. Um, hmm, no, it's not the quarterfinals, was it? It so it's the thing which would happen before the quarterfinals. The first, let's say, the first round. Yeah, the first matchup, we had Richard Alicon, who was the defending champion against Elias Anderson. And, you know, it was a fun fight. Uh, But Alicon definitely had control. Definitely had control. It went to overtime, though. Right, so it'd gone to overtime... And if I remember correctly, Alicon was winning in the overtime, right? And it got to the the third round of overtime. Um, Anderson was going first, and he pulled off a 
free second sub. A free second sub. I think he was in the spider web. Um, so yeah, which then meant Alicon had to um, he had to get a sub in under three seconds to win, which is you know. That's some difficult shit, right? And uh, yeah, so Anderson won, and and so that's the start of everything. You're like, whoa, <laughs> oh my days, whoa! If that's how we're starting, this is gonna be a fun ass night. And uh, yeah, we had some great fights in that first round. You know, um, Mazazuku Imanari. Ah, yeah, he he had a a real good fight, a real good fight. Um, that you know, I'd I'd say he was definitely, um, yeah, definitely controlled it. You know what I mean? Def definitely, yeah, con was controlling it. Um, he got himself in a bit of a. Oh, I think he was in an arm triangle. Um, Damien Balderrama had got him in an arm triangle. Like he he was being elusive all the way through him, and Ari was getting in some great positions, but Balderrama was escaping, and then suddenly he went on the attack, got the arm triangle, and you're like, oh shit, that's deep. But Imanari escaped. Ah, and then one with like one minute thirty seconds left. It was great. You know what I mean? It was a real good fight. Um, another real good standout fight in that first stanza was uh, Sheridan Moran against Tom Halpin, and uh, Tom Halpin got the um the quick heel hook, and um then. Uh, I think um, Halpin told Eddie Bravo that he was looking to um, get through his matches without throwing any strikes. Which, yeah, that's an interesting wrinkle. It's like, oh, is that going to be possible? Can he, you know, can he do this? I don't even know. This is interesting, right? So um yeah we just some real fun matchups some really fun matchups man uh which is always just the the great thing about uh this kind of format right um so then we um yeah we, we'll go to the oh actually let you know I, I will say the last fight in the uh, the bracket, Kevin Burbrick against Victor Galdon, which was a uh, interesting fight, went to overtime, and in the second overtime bracket, Burbrick comes through with an armbar, which were again it, it it's just like I think. He was going second, so he'd survived Caldon, then gets the armbar and it's done. And you're like, oh, nice, nice. 
So, uh, yeah, then we go to the quarterfinals, right? And, um, yeah, quarterfinals started real good. So, um, Imanari went against Anderson. And, um, yeah, like, Imanari, he's just so stoic in there. You know what I mean? Like, so stoic, like, no eyes. You just don't know what he's doing. And he, he's real easy, real easy. And then, boom, he just goes. And, uh, yeah, so he's kind of just laying back, you know, just being kind of methodical. But, boy, he got the leg. And once he got hold of Anderson's leg, that was it. It's just threw on that... Uh, Heel hook and boom, it was done. So, yo, that was a fun one. And then the second fight, we got um Tom Halpin, Tom Halpin against Hideko uh, Tokororo. And so you're thinking, all right, he didn't throw any strikes in the first one, but can he keep that shit going? And the answer was yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Zalpin, yo, he 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 got a quick rear naked choke win, which was uh, a lot of fun. Um, Burback, yeah, like Burback is an interesting one. He likes to fight off his back, um, you know, pulling guard, all of that kind of thing, and. You know, so he's going against uh, Partridge and James Partridge. And he's, you know, I, man, I'd say that Burbeck looked good all the way through. But, it, yo, another one of his fights went to overtime. Which you kind of feel like, yo, you don't want all your shit to go to overtime, man. But he, it was cool. Because he was able to get a real quick rear naked choke win in the first period. So, um, yeah, like, interesting, interesting, man. Um, then we had uh, Sam Hardy against Jordan Holly, which was a, uh, you know, that was a fun one. Um, but, yeah, Holly... Man, oh shit, oh man, you know what I mean, it was, it was a good one, because, um, you know, Hardy went in, Hardy went in, but it, he, he went for a lazy shoot, went for a lazy shoot, right, so Holly just grabbed that, grabbed the neck, um, you know, Hardy tried to fight it, you know, tried to fight those hands, but, you know, Holly was relentless, you know, he was relentless with that grip and able to sink in a dust choke, uh, early, so, you know, I think that was the thing, like, you know what I mean, there's no sweat, there's no sweat, so you're just like, ah, shit, it's over, son. You know what I mean? It is over. Um, so, 
because, um, you know, now we're on to the semi-finals. So to give the guys a break, we had a uh, a special fight. Um, and that was between Louise Quinos and Cody Owens. Um, I think this was... Yo, this this is interesting. It was kind of, yo, it was a bit of a slow start. Uh, then um, Quinos gets gets into the mount. Well, first of all, he's in half guard, uh, and, but he's keeping that top pressure tight. You know what I mean? He's in tight on Owens. So Owens, you know, he was slapping the, the, the you know what I mean, the midsection. But, yo, it, it was so tight. That, you know what I mean? You're not getting any real effective shots. And, yeah, he, so he's in so tight. He he then, I think he got Mount, um, threw, some, threw a couple of strikes. Owens... Yeah, he didn't want to be in that, so he 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 tries to escape, gives up the back, and once he gave up the back, mm, yo, you know what I mean? It's just like it's over, it's over at that point, and uh, Quinos gets a a nice rear naked man. Oh, it was a nice. He was quick too. As soon as man, as soon as he took that back, yo. It was done. It was done. So, yeah. That, that, oh, that was fun. Very fun. So, yeah, we're in the... Um, we're in the quarterfinals. What? The semifinals. Yeah. We're in the semifinals. First match, we had Tom Halpin against Masako Imanari. And, um, you know, in the previous two, Inamari was a very slow start. Real slow start, real methodical. In this fight, I think he's like, you know what I mean? I've shown this, that slow waiting look. Let me mix it up. So he went in fast. Went in real fast on Halpin. And um, I think... Ah, you know what I mean? Against others, you could have done it. But Halpin took a real interesting entry on the heel hook, right? So Imanari, he, he, he's kind of on top and he rolls to get. But Halpin has already tied up that heel hook. And yeah, so Imanari turned, but Halpin was in. He, uh, you're in triangle those legs, and yeah, it's done. It was done. It was like 30 seconds in, was so quick and crazy. Man, but you're just like, shit, Halpin's legit, son. And yeah, still ain't thrown no strike. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're just like, okay, all right. This is some interesting shit. Cool. Um, so yeah. Then we've got um, you know, so Halpin's in the final now, right? So then the next fight 
is um, Burbick against Holly. Um, and yeah, so this was a... Uh, yeah, this was an interesting one, right? Because, um, again, Burbick, he, he, he's, you know, fighting from his back most of the fight. Um, and, it, you know, it is kind of... Myth- you know, it's not crazy eventful, but they're both looking for those ins. You know what I mean? This is a ah, they're real. There's caution, but it's like a chess game, right? And both have uh, a significant moment. Like they both get a, a dominant position, but you know, neither can capitalize. So it goes to the overtime, um, and uh, yeah, it it was interesting, man. So Burbick took the first, and he gets match straight away. He gets that body triangle. Um, so you know, Holly couldn't escape. And I oh, was so close with the rear naked so many times. But Holly, real good, um, yeah, real good technique get escaping that. So he gets the full two-minute ride time. Then Holly, he he takes the back, right? And um, yeah, again, he gets a triangle, but there's a few times you're thinking, oh, Burbit's gonna escape, Burbit's gonna escape. But Holly's able to control it. Um, and yeah, he then gets the full ride time, so you're like, ah, okay, alright, what's gonna happen here, so second, um, second period of overtime, again, Burbick, quick body triangle, and they're fighting hands, fighting hands, but, ah, Holly, it looked like he had a, 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 just a second of laps in concentration, and uh, Burbeck was able to get that arm, but under the chin, and you know get that. Uh, I think he used a gable grip behind the back of the head. Uh, it was done. So he gets, you know, he he gets that rear naked, and uh, I think it was like forty seconds, right? So Holly. Goes for the spider web, right? So Holly goes for the spider web, and what we had seen uh, in earlier matches, you know, it would start off with taking a back, but then someone would go for the spider web, and they would win. You know, they they would be able to get the armbar and win. So it's just like, oh, what's gonna happen? And at first, Burbeck. Yo, he, he's able to kind of uh, survive, tangle up. It then looks like Holly has got it. He's got it. Burbank gets his legs in between. Um, and it stops Holly from getting the extension or anything else. And survives. So it goes past 40 seconds. Burbick wins. So we got Burbick against Holpin in the final, which you're like, oh, god damn, this is going to be 
fun. Man, this is going to be fun. So, um, before we get to the final, to give these guys a little bit of a break, we have, um, you know, two special fights. The first, we've got J.M. Holland against Spencer Mummy. And, um, yo, this was interesting, right? Um, but they'd met once before and Holland got the win and Holland was looking good. Holland was looking good. They were both like looking for entries. It seemed into a heel hook. Holland got it. Holland got it. I think he had no, no, no. So yeah, he, he had it and it looked like he, um, had the better entry, but then Spencer's got uh, the leg as well, and so they're both, you know, they're both looking for it, and ah, uh, it, you're like, it at one point you're thinking, who the fuck is gonna tap first? They, it looks so close on either end, but uh, yeah. Spencer was able to, I don't know, do his thing just a little bit harder, a little bit tighter, whatever grip he was using. Holland tapped. But, oh, man, it was so damn close. So damn close, man. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. And then we had Brooke Mayo, who's from the Scrap Pack, against Elvira um, Carpenine, and, um, yo, that was a fun one, like, Mayo, uh, she's fought in, um, uh, you know, combat jiu-jitsu before, but that was, I think that was when it was part of EBI, you know, they'd have a few special matches, um, and I think it was, like, the, she was fighting in the women's tournament, I believe, the uh Ilya McFarlane. I think that's how you say her name. You know, she's the Bell Bellator uh champ at the Mo. That's the one she won. But Mreo always looked aggressive, always aggressive. And yeah, this one she comes out aggressive. Like real throwing those palm strikes, man. Throwing those palm strikes at Caperon. And um, yo, so it's it's looking interesting, man. And, um, you know, Carpenine, you know, she, she'd gone for leg locks, but it's the strikes, can't get the full entry, Mayo was able to, um, get that knee out in time, but, ah, there was a nice sequence, Carpenine got both legs, both legs, and you're like, okay, so it's which way she gonna go, uh, yeah, she fell back, I think she had the right leg, and got that heel hook, like, ah, oh, just nothing else she could do, she had to tap for that, yeah, that was a lot of fun, a real fun fight, um, Mayo is definitely good, but, whew, it's that 10 planet jiu-jitsu, son, you know what I mean, but yeah, so the final, um, Kevin Berberick against Tom Halpin, um, and yeah, you were just like, oh, how is this gonna go, right, um, you know, Berberick is the taller of the two, uh, and you're just like, yeah, this is gonna be interesting, and, um, 
yeah, like, it, it, it was fun, but I think helping just, uh, he's just got this way with the heel hook, man, so it was another quick one, not as quick as the Imanari, but he just got hold of the leg, and he, he's got a, um, a good, a good way of keeping that knee in line, you know what I mean? Yo, so you just can't get your knee out in time And just, yeah, just hooked it up And it was done So yeah, helping walks out the uh, featherweight champ So, ah, great It was great fun But I have to say Like, this was a great card It was just so much fun, man But the next combat jujitsu. Ooh. Now I really hope this happens. Right? Because like it's in June. It's in the middle of June. Uh and it would be the lightweight tournament. So we got Nathan Orchard, um, Wagner Roche there competing. Well, they're scheduled to compete But the fight that I am really Oh my gosh, I am really looking forward to Would be Grace Gundon against um, Danielle Kelly That's going to be, that would be a special match And god damn, that is a outstanding matchup an outstanding matchup. I think um, Kelly is the uh, Polaris champ at the moment, I believe, right? And Gundren is just, oh my days, she's a killer. Gundren's a killer. So this is just such a great matchup, and I just really hope. That they can work this out I don't know Like maybe do what um, uh, Chael is doing With Submission Underground I don't know if that can work But yeah I, I You know It's June So We've got a time We've still got a little bit of time But yeah I really hope That can happen I really hope that can happen Because Oh, that's a great card and that's a great special fight. So, uh, yeah, we will see. But, people, if you haven't, you know, if you are slow like myself and you haven't seen, you know, the featherweights, go on Fight Pass and check that shit out because, oh, so much fun. Okay, people. So, we draw to the end of another episode um, But yeah, you know, so much has happened, right? So the, the scheduled 249 did not go down on the 18th of April But <laughs> Tony Ferguson did make weight Which was, uh, yeah, funny man, it's interesting I think a lot of people are going like why why But hey if you think about it right I guess it's a good way to monitor The weight leading in 
to the uh, rescheduled event. You know what I mean? So now he knows he's on weight and he can just maintain that level. And so the weight cut on the actual day isn't going to be anything crazy, you know, technically, if he just maintains, right? But, um, yeah, there's a, a lot going down. So, um, they have rescheduled, which is awesome. So the event has been rescheduled um, to the 9th of uh, May. Now, originally, it was just like, oh, a new, a new event is going to take place on the 9th of May. But now they've officially confirmed that that event will be UFC 249. So we don't lose a number like we have, was it twice in the past, I think? But um, yeah, and the new card, oh my gosh, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, still no chance for Khabib to get into the country. So we got Ferguson v Gaethje still as the main event. Then, because Aldo is stuck in Brazil, Sahudo will be fighting Dominic Cruz for the title, which is oh, a great fight. A great, yeah. Cruz has been out, you know what I mean? But, hey, everything he's done, and you think he would have been back, but he's had like so many friggin' injuries, right? So, um, yeah, I have no issue with, uh, you know what I mean? Just what's gonna happen, man. Um, then we've got, well, we were going to have Amanda Nunes against Felice Spencer, but Nunes has got a slight injury, but she thinks she should be back in a month. So, hey, that's cool, because this card is sick, right? We've then got Francis Ngannou against Jarhenio Rosenfeld, Jeremy Stevens v Calvin Cater. Donald Cerrone against Anthony Pettis. Woo! Greg Hardy against Jorgen de Castro. And um, Alessi Olenek uh, v Fabricio Vadum. Carla Esparza against Michelle Waterstone. God damn! Jacare Souza against Uriah Hall. Oh man, Vicente Lupe against Nico Price and Charles Rosa against Bryce Mitchell. So, even removing the Nunes Spencer fight, that card is ridiculous. So, no location yet. I, everyone thinks it's going to be moved to Florida, but we will, you know what I mean? We'll wait and see, right? Uh, now it's kind of crazy Like there's a load of people Who Want to just Talk shit About the UFC starting up their program And like Daniel Cormier Came out after The 18th was cancelled And just let everyone know 
the precautions that were in place and hey everything was covered you mean everything was covered but we still have like supposed mma journalists gloating over the event being cancelled and other people like cussing that this thing is happening saying that you know athletes are put last but this is the thing right a lot of athletes are happy that this is happening because it means they get money you know what i mean now the ufc has said that they will be paying people for the cancelled cards but hey when you're used to fighting so many times a year shit can get problematic especially for people that are lower down right i'm sure that you know mcgregor cormier people like that aren't as bad <coughs> oh um you know what i mean but when you get lower you know in the card the newer athletes yeah things could get a bit sticky and this is the other thing right no one's getting forced to come and fight it's like look do you want to fight if you want to fight there's the card that is as simple as that so when people are saying that the athletes are being mistreated you're, no one's holding a gun to their head right and everyone you talk to is like um you mean this is great it's something to look forward to and everyone knows that hey if i'm having a bit of trouble finding training partners so is my opponent so no one's got an advantage it's an even playing field carried so it's just like hey if people want to fight let them friggin fight you know what i mean uh, uh so this cra- uh, crazy situation so chai lewis perry who was in glory and it's been reported that he signed a deal with the ufc but we haven't seen him yet but you know who knows what's gonna happen now he's had a few run-ins with john jones and you know there was one in england last year that perry instigated he went over to find jones and it's funny he did a interview recently and he's saying that you know oh jones is a great athlete but he's just not a good person and he feels that oh people should be good people rather than great athletes that's the more you know, fulfilling thing and he's a good person <laughs> see this is the crazy thing he's like i'm a good person and if jones now this is the interesting thing right he's willing to help jones but like this because perry has laid out he's like oh if i hit a person oh you know pregnant or not i wouldn't run away i do this and i do that and it's like look it's easy to say it when you haven't done it you know what I mean? There's a load of people that think they're one thing, that think they're hard, but once the shit hits a fan, yeah, everything changes. So, listen, it's e- it's easy to talk all of this, but what the funny thing is that he said if he's willing to help Jones, right? 
If Jones humbly comes to me, that's what he said. If he humbly comes to me and says, look, forgive me for everything I said. I, I was going through this, so can you help me? And it's like, it, it's funny, right? Because it, you're saying you're a really good person and you're great. You know what I mean? You'll help people and blah, blah, blah. Now, if you really are that person, you know what I mean? If you really are that person, you don't need Jones to come to you humbly. You would just go, you would, you could just send him an email, send him a tweet, send whatever, and say, listen, I know we ain't cool, but I've known people go through this, and this has been helpful for them, so you, you, maybe you want to try it. You don't need anything else. You don't need a clap on the back. You don't need thanks. You're just doing it, right? If you're a, this supposed good person... You don't need anything else So, yeah, I thought that was It was amusing You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I did think that was amusing um, Another thing that's happened, right? So, the PFL Professional um, Fighting League They have cancelled their 2020 season Right? Uh, you know, they've cancelled the season And word came that they would be giving all their fighters a monthly stipend To keep them tied over Now word has come though That they've let a third of the roster go You know, um, which is interesting Right? And the, I think, one, the one thing that really kind of jumped out about what was said in the letter Letting people know that they would be let go Was it, um, oh gosh, what does it say? It says, um, yeah, so, um, fighters have formally been released um, so it allowing them to compete elsewhere effective immediately But it's like nothing's happening so, so where would these athletes be competing in effective immediately I get, That is a bit You know what I mean because I look right. Everyone wants to. I feel everyone wants to go at the UFC and say that they're bad, they're evil, blah blah blah. But like, no one has pointed this out. No one has said anything about this because listen, you didn't even you. They didn't have a load of fighters signed. But I understand, right? It's expensive. So yeah, you probably can't pay everyone. I don't know. I don't know their financial situation, but to to then just tell people, hey, so you're cut immediately, and you can go compete wherever you want, knowing that everything is locked off. That's a bit shitty. I have to say that's a bit shitty. You know what I mean? Like, look, word it differently, man. Because yeah, 
But it is what it is, man. Shit happens, you know what I mean? And that's life, right? We all have to try and be ready for times like this. It's difficult, but it's a, you know, trying to manage those finances. But yeah. But people, that is us. And, um, you know, there's a submission underground happening at the weekend. So we should be back next week to talk about that. All right. So take it easy. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy the grappling, people. Enjoy the grappling. Peace.